0: Good afternoon, everyone. It is Jay Scott. Welcome back to the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Just wanted to welcome you back. And uh, gosh, Halloween is upon us. And candy and sugar are going to be plentiful. I'm actually here in Nashville here over the next few days, but wanted to uh, get an episode out to you. That is the Judas Priest 50th Anniversary show that I saw earlier this week in the Chicago area. Before we begin, just want to make mention that we're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Check out Pantheon Pods on all social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pantheon Pods. And check them out at PantheonPodcast.com. You can check out the Hook Rocks wherever you do podcasts. We're available on all streaming platforms or podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We're available everywhere. Don't forget to set your app to automatic download so you get the latest episodes right to your phone, all 400 plus. We've been doing this now for over three years and we've accumulated a lot of interviews and great discussions. So hope you get a chance to enjoy not only our current episode, but any episode you choose to listen to from the past three plus years. We've had some great guests on here recently. We had James Lomenzo from Megadeth, Mark Tremani from Alter Bridge, Sam Bam Colton from Dorothy, Butterside, Faster Pussycat. We did our quarterly review here at the beginning of October with Chris Corradetti, where we break down top 10 albums of the quarter, 90-plus albums discussed. So if you're looking for new rock, that is the place to turn to, definitely. We welcome Skylab, Rob from Skylab, talking how to build a home studio in 2022. With costs soaring for studio time, young artists, independent artists need ways to be better economically, and this is a chance for them to do it. So Rob, our audio expert, does a great job, so check that out as well. And Christine Eagle, our music business insider, was just recently on, and we did a great episode on how the algorithms and social media platforms like TikTok are ruining rock music, watering it down, lowering the value, lowering the expertise that you need to really become a bona fide musician, rock star, whatever you call it. So check that out. We've had some fantastic new music spotlights. I love doing these episodes. It's pretty much our hallmark in what we do, and we've done close to 150. We recently welcomed Jax Hollow. Great singer, songwriter, amazing guitar player on the show. The New Roses, band from Germany. It's got a new album out. So check those two out. And uh, yeah, Chaz, Chaz Kane was on recently, as well as Desert of Talking Shadows. So some great episodes. And don't forget to like us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Search up The Hook Rocks. Write us a review. We always appreciate it. All right, let's get into that review. It was a Tuesday night in the Chicago area. It was a rainy Tuesday night. But nevertheless, we were on a mission to see Judas Priest. And the priest is back, definitely. It's been a couple years since they toured the Chicago area. I think about three years. It was previous to the pandemic. And when I say 2019 was the last time they were in Chicago. Could be wrong. I missed seeing them because I had a health issue. And my son actually went with one of my close friends who ended up taking them because they had tickets, and I saw them previously in Wisconsin, I think the year before, at the Pabst Theater with a buddy of mine. Great show. Definitely all all, all shows have been on the Firepower tour, or the Firepower album has been their latest release. This show was special to me because, like I said, I had tickets for my son and I originally a few years ago. It didn't happen, so being able to go there with my Now 17-year-old son was a treat for me, and it was special. I don't like to miss things with him, of course, and I hopefully redeemed myself with this concert because he's a big Priest fan, and he had a good time. And, you know, Priest was playing at a very small theater in Chicago. It's in Waukegan, Illinois. It's about 20 miles outside of Chicago, about 30-minute drive. And I've seen other shows there. I saw Blackberry Smoke there. I saw Docking with George Lynch. These are all shows over the last four or five years. Great place to see one of those old theaters that they had back in the day. A lot of history. Just a, a really cool, intimate place to see a show. Queens Rake was the opener, and they, uh, they were great. They, they sounded good. And The Metal God. Came onto the stage afterwards with Judas Priest and absolutely kicked us all in the jaw with the performance. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was loud. Like my ears were ringing for about three days afterwards, and they're finally back to normal. But it was insanely loud. So if you are going and you want to protect your ears, bring some some earplugs for you because... My son was fine. His ears recover pretty quickly at 17. Me being 47, not so much. They opened up with the Hellion into Electric Eye. And as the Hellion was playing, this cross, the Judas Cross, is, rises over the crowd in red. It is so badass. Such great imagery. And the stage set was... Kind of reminiscent of where they grew up in the UK, in England. So it was kind of like where they were coming from. At least that's what I gathered from it. I could be wrong. But it was a really cool set design, much different than the first round of the Firepower shows. And it just added a great atmosphere to an already historic theater, the Genesee Theater in Waukegan. Like I said, Into Electric Eye, which oddly enough, my son's band played at a show About three months ago two three months ago so he was pretty charged up when he saw that great performance riding on the wind into you've got another thing coming surprise they played you got another thing coming that early on in the set because that's usually an encore closer song but hey i'm not complaining because it's a great tune and it's pretty much the first tune back in the day when i was a young i think like nine years old that got me into priest so That was really great to see that and pretty special too. Into Jawbreaker, which is a song that I've never seen them play live. I've seen them a few times over the years. So it was a pleasure to see one of their classic songs that they've done in the past. Into a few of their newer songs off of Firepower. They're very proud of this album. They should be. It's the best priest that I've heard in years. Really love the album Firepower. And they should Walk this out and play this for people because it's good. And there's only other few handful of bands that will play their newer stuff because they fear people will get up and go get their beer or whatever they're going to go get. I admire bands that are still making music, still making good music, like Priest and Maiden and LA Guns and bands like that that want to play their new songs for you. I think that's awesome. I think that's kick ass and. I'm really happy to see that, that they're doing that. They played the title track Firepower into Never the Heroes, both old-school classic style Judas Priest. That's why the album is, is so highly regarded by Priest fans and connected well with Priest fans too as well because it's got that old classic sound. And the seventh song in the set list, I was amazed. I did not expect this. See, I don't read the set list before I go because I like to be surprised. And hearing Beyond the Realms of Death was an absolute, absolute crowd pleaser. What a treat to hear that. This is a song that's off stained Class*, And it's a song that mesmerized me growing up as a kid, because it's very powerful. It's got a stairway to heaven-esque type of style to it where it keeps you know it revs up you know and and it it starts out very very slow and acoustic but the song is one of my favorite songs by judas priest it's a very powerful song and man i was just stoked i have never seen that live i've always wanted to see beyond the realms of death live and i'm just thankful that i got to see it and i was there great great performance That in itself is worth the show. Seeing that performed live, I hope that stays in their set. Because that's a song that resonates with a lot of priest fans. And a lot of priest fans were hungry for that or have been hungry for that over the years. Maybe they have played it. I don't know. I just don't remember them playing it the last. I've seen them prior to this four times, three, four times previously, and I've never seen them play it so i was i was ecstatic to hear that went into judas rising which is fairly one of their their newer songs not exactly new but that is another highly regarded pre-song went over well with the crowd very uh definitely crowd pleaser and then heading out to the highway which is a great tune the big song off Point of Entry, the big song off Pre-Slide, their live album in the mid-80s after the Turbo album. I think that was their video, their first single for it. Just a great tune. Love that song. Genocide was the next song. Steeler, another classic tune that uh, they played for the crowd. Didn't expect to see that. When they go deep, man, they really pull out some gems. They've got such a body of work that... I just totally enjoy. The last time I saw him in Wisconsin, they played "Victim of Changes," which was phenomenal. When my son saw him; they played "Out in the Cold." It was one of the, the the rare songs they play. They don't play that one too much, but man, hearing heading out to the highway and beyond the realms of death and Jawbreaker and Stealer. and then between the hammer and the anvil was is just another fantastic tune. And then Halls of Valhalla. Which uh, sounded fantastic. The band sounded great. I mean, Scott Travis is an absolute beast. And he's been a beast for, gosh, when he was in, I think he was in Racer X before Priest. Just a great performance. Richie Faulkner sounded fantastic. Ian Hill, uh, the new guitar player, Andy Sneap, who just uh, co produced the band's Fire Power album. And replace Glenn Tipton after he announced his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease. What's really cool, he's saying Glenn Tipton, happy birthday during the sets. Um, that was a nice treat. I think he believed, I believe he turned 75, I think the correct age is, but that was awesome to do that. Miss Glenn up there, such a recognizable face for the band. Him and Rob are really the two faces of Judas Priest, in my opinion. And of course Rob Halford the metal god the performance was awesome it sounded absolutely fantastic he just walks that stage like he owns it always great seeing Rob Halford play i mean that is you're in the the presence of greatness presence of a legend and still got it i mean hey he's older right and is it going to sound as perfect as it did years ago probably not but it's it's pretty damn close and it sounds fantastic and man for him to keep that voice in shape and it's close to what we all remember that's remarkable because there's people that I saw even this last summer that should not have been up on the stage rob still belongs up there he's still kicking ass and he sounds fantastic so don't let anybody tell you different into the Set list we go with, they, after Halls of Valhalla, they play Green Menalishi with the Two Prong Clown, great track, song again, that I was familiar with when I was a kid. So the Chicago radio station, WVBX and WMET, played a lot of priests, and that was one of the songs they played, and Screaming for Vengeance was the end of the first set before the encore, Awesome to see that. Not a song, again, that they play all the time when they tour because the range that uh, is in that song is out of this world, and Rob Halford killed it, nailed it. Sounded completely awesome on Screaming for Vengeance. The encore was uh, Hellbent for Leather, Breaking the Law, Living After Midnight, and the show was over, man. Just a great performance. Eighteen. Total songs are actually, well, Electric Eye is kind of an instrumental. So, But, yeah, it was a great show. Glad to see them. I hope that they tour forever. The likelihood of that happening is probably not going to happen. So if you do have a chance to see Priest on this tour or if they do another run next year, I know they've worked on an album. I know it's near completion. So I expect new Priest to come out next year at some point and it's tour soon after. So if you haven't had a chance to see them on this round or the ones previous, I would do it on the next tour, or the tour after cuz it's been 50 years and not too many bands keep going. And you know, kudos to to Rob and Scott Travis has been in there, you know, or Ian Hill, another original member, and of course then Scott Travis came in in the 90s and you've got uh Andy and Richie just uh, just killing it. So, and by the way, Richie Faulkner, he's not even supposed to be here, statistically wise. I mean, he had this incident where I believe there was an aneurysm in his heart that exploded during a show early summer, late spring, I want to say. That rushed to the hospital and 95% of the people that have that happen don't make it. So to see him up there and to see him playing at such a high level, man, that's awesome. That's really awesome. That was great to see. But like I said, go see priest, put on a great show. They're playing beyond the realms of death. Come on, go see him. Check them out. Let me know what you think when you go uh when you go to one of their concerts. I'd like to hear your uh your opinion as well. Always good talking with you guys. Always good uh bringing you some info and talking music. Hope you like the review and take care of each other. Be safe. We'll talk soon. Thanks.